The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All three of us, <laughs> daily episode, the squad, we together today, man. We're going to talk about Eddie Jackson being fully cleared and healthy and the expectations coming into the season for him. We're going to talk about where the Bears' uh, core were ranked in ESPN. You know they be tripping and hating on Chicago, nonetheless. And we're going to talk about Ryan Poles inviting former Bears players to practice. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Bobby, C-Dub, Hayes, we in the building today, holding it down. First Wednesday, the all three of us are going to be together from now yes, on. Fellas, let's, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Eddie Jackson is cleared. He was a full participant in the mandatory minicamp today uh that kicked off or yesterday that kicked off and so uh there are a lot of expectations we talked about expectations around so many people on this Bears team but Eddie Jackson as well with 31 years old uh up for a contract extension here shortly was on pace to have a great season last year before he got hurt what are the expectations for Eddie Jackson coming into the season fellas well for Eddie Jack man I continue I, I think he just gonna continue where he left off bro Eddie Jackson was definitely one of the best safeties in the league before he got injured uh, last year. And I expect him to be even more uh, determined to to prove that he is at that level because he has that contract coming up. So expect the best out of Eddie Jackson, man. I never wavered on the abilities and skills of Eddie Jackson, bro. And, and, and I'm going to continue believing in it. Yeah, I think – I think Eddie Jackson, man, first I want to shout him out because ever since, you know what I'm saying, he been he, – he, he he put it out there. Look, I it's all let's go. I ain't no time off. I want to get back healthy. I want to get back with my team. So he been in there, even though he has not been a participant that much with a lot of activity. He been on the sideline putting in that work, in there working with the trainers, getting his body right. And I think the expectation is just clear. Let's go ahead and let's cap off an entire season of excellent football from Eddie Jackson. It was cut short by the injury. I expect him to go ahead and have a bounce back season. You know what I'm saying? And I, I expect him to have a Pro Bowl-type season just because I think now, look, I, I, we said it earlier last year, you know what I'm saying, when Jaquan Brisker got here. Eddie Jackson operates the best when he's able to roam and be free and do his thing like he did with Adrian Amos. Adrian yes. Amos went to the Ops, the Green Bay Packers, and then, you know, it was, it was kind of rough a little bit, I'll keep it honest. But as soon as he got a solid, strong safety next to him and Jaquan Brisker, Everything went right back up, and I think he should be ready to go. And uh, yeah, I see Pro Bowl. Yep, damn, that's what's up. I, I I have the utmost like expectations for Eddie Jackson. When you look at, I think he stepped into last season realizing that he's going to have to take on a little more of a leadership role as we got considerably younger last season. We got even younger again this season. I think our average age, we're talking about in the next segment, is like twenty five years old. Yep. So Eddie Jackson, regardless, like he's been in the league six years. I said he was 30, he's 29 years old, he'll turn 30 uh, this season. But ultimately, like, he he stepped into a leadership role. Like you said, he was on pace for a career year. In 12 games, he had uh, 80 tackles 
And the, the, his career high is 82. And he, and he did that in 12 games. He was Man. on pace to have to 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 bust through um, any kind of expectations and, and, and records he set for, for himself last season. So, I mean, I expect that to continue. And then, you know, Jaquan Briscoe's already talked about he's been used in both safety positions so far in OTAs and the mini camp. So I think that's going to free up Eddie Jackson, like you said, to roam a little bit more. Um, yeah, Eddie Jackson's on pace to have a great season. And, you know, yeah, he went down with injury. But he, he seems motivated. He seems ready to go. And I'll tell you what, an excited Eddie Jackson gets me excited for this defense, man. Absolutely. Agreed. And to add to that, Eddie Jackson's been through a through a lot on the field and off the field. Excellent. And that did nothing but made him stronger. And and I like this this guy's resolve. And uh, he's just going to prove a lot of haters wrong. There's some haters out there on Eddie Jackson. I'll see why. But he's going to show them why. He's going to show yeah. them why. He's one of the best. And lastly, I just say, man, shout out to him because he came in and he just adjusted, you know, to the new GM, the new coach, and he fit in well. And he he honestly, one of those players, I hope, can really just finish his career with. I know it's not that likely. I know the chances are very, very slim because players move around a lot. But he one of those players I root for that can really just end his career you know, with one team. That'd be great. Listen, I love having players that are career bears, man. It's something special about it. And because like you said, you don't get it a lot. Um, He has one year left on his deal after this year, and that's the 2024 season. So just because Bobby said that, does Eddie Jackson get another contract with the Chicago Bears? What are you guys willing to say? I'm going to say yes. Okay. I think it's going to have to be at a discount. Yeah, that's the thing. We know. We know. that's what makes it tough for me. (laughs) Penny pitching poles, bro, like that. Uh, he, he, uh, <laughs> oh, no, Eddie Jackson man. right now, $13 million he's getting paid this season. 14 and a half he's getting paid the season after. If he wants to come back, he's going to have to come at a discount because, like, going into age 32 is what he'll do with, uh, when it's time for him to get that next contract. Hey, listen, from what we've seen about poles so far, I don't see it unless he's willing to take. Like yeah. I just got it. Clarence Rack. That's not to say anything about Eddie Jackson's ability. I think Eddie Jackson's going to perform great. I just think Poe's that value he looks at in contracts, man. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I think I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm like forty percent sure that he get the next contract, bro. But Eddie Jackson could, you know, he might take a discount if you look at the talent and the possibility of this defensive backfield. He may be like, I oh, man, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a leader of this because he is yep. the leader, the de facto leader in the defensive backfield. So it's possible. It's possible. Sure. We'll see. We'll see. Let's hope the best for Eddie Jackson as he comes into this season and talking about expectations for this season, ESPN South Walter ranked every core and he ranked the Chicago bears 25th. We are behind the Vikings, the Lions, and the Packers. The Vikings, Vikings number 13, Lions number 18, and Packers 24th. What the fuck is he smoking? I'm sorry. I got to be frank. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Come I, on, bro. Bro, this is, this is weird. I thought I was looking at NFL Street because it was uh, five the five players he put on there. And then he put – I thought he was going to go with the best players on the team or something like that. Yeah. But you got your core. Maybe, maybe it's a middle line, a linebacker, a quarterback, a safety, a left tackle. But Braxton Jones ain't nowhere near close with our best players. And it's okay. I understand why he's ranking this way because he doesn't know. Nobody really knows because this is a newly and simple team. This is new. Nobody know how they're going to play on the field. They are a very talented team, more talented than last year, way more. So I'm going to err on the fact that I don't care what nobody put on a piece of paper. 
because they really don't know. I mean, to me, the, the Chicago slander continues, and it's okay. I'm ready for all the smoke, just like yeah. we said last year. The, we, we was ready for the smoke. And we accepted it and we put it, we put it right back in y'all face. It did not translate the wins, but we definitely started to put some people on notice and getting recognition for some of the top teams and top players around the NFL that came into right. Soldier Field or when we went to their stadium and we played them, and they was like, damn, it's just to feel the dog. So when I'm looking at this list, okay, I understand the Vikings when it come down to Kirk Cousin and uh, you know, Jetta. Fine, cool. But my yeah. only problem is. Is that like how the hell are we so far behind when it comes to the Lions and the Packers? I get it, but the but the quarterbacks are very comparable to Justin Fields, Jerry Goff, Jordan Love is an unproven guy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you know, Chris, Chris, Christian Watson, Amon Ross, St. Brown, nice players, nice, but far far ahead. I don't know, but the way I look at the list is that the, the this is uh, bulletin board material. These yep. guys need to go ahead and soak it up and just go out here and get ready to perform. These these outlets and media outlets, they already crapping on the Bears. We got some people putting that the Bears still going to finish at the bottom of the NFC North. We're hmm. going to take it for what it really is, and we just going to leave it at that because, hey, that's what they're going to do. They're going to throw the slander, especially at Justin Fields and the core. But I can argue that DJ Moore is right up there. I, I would give the denied to Jetta. But right after that, DJ Moore fit right in when Second it comes to wide receiver receivers. And if you're looking at Tremaine yeah. Edmonds, you could definitely say he matches up pretty damn well against some of those other linebackers within the division. Yep. That's a great point. That's a great point. It, it, I hate that it's it's a continued thing to just keep underrating Chicago teams, and specifically the Bears. And I get it. Some of it is earned. We, we won three games last season. And you're going to have some level of doubt no matter what yep. improvements you make when you were a 3-14 and 14 team. I understand that. Do not get me wrong. But when you look at the Packers and their roster, and if you tell me that they are markedly better than the Chicago Bears roster, I have the right to smack you in your oh, goddamn bro. <laughs> That's the way that I feel. What like, like, I, 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 there are some things that even with objectivity, I know I'm a lifelong Bears fan, and maybe I'm a little bit jaded. But in looking at that, and I already know the Packers fans are going to come in the comments. I don't give a damn. Y'all roster sucks. Like, let's just be clear. Be here, real, bro. Drew. Y'all roster sucks. Yes. Y'all had, had an all-time great quarterback and could barely keep that shit together. At that, you mean to tell me you think Jordan Love's going to come in and all of a sudden y'all – come on, bro. Like, y'all – the way that we keep wanting to, to, to throw slander upon our teams, bro, is really fucking disrespectful, man. Like, Jordan Love ain't proved shit. Nothing. And to get, me, to get me right, I can understand. And if you want to say Justin Fields ain't proof shit, but you know what we've seen is Justin Fields dance all over NFL defenses and make them and make them realize, oh shit, that boy is fast. Yeah. Jordan Love ain't did shit, bro. And I'm tired of it, bro. I'm real tired. I, I like we just deal with the shit every day, bro. And even before becoming like a content creator, you know, you kind of just dealt with that as a fan and just realize it's always gonna be a yeah. thing. But like, we, I got a platform now, goddammit, so I'm gonna speak out against it. That's bullshit. No, that's what it is. It's bullshit. It definitely right? is bullshit because when you're looking at even. Even if we, I, I mentioned linebacker wide receiver, bro, you cannot tell me Harrison Smith a few years ago, that's the safety for the Vikings. Solid. But as of yeah. the last three, four years, he's not on Eddie Jackson's level, in my opinion. That's just my no. opinion. So I got I, I, I got to, you know, nitpick and do what we do just like how they do. But again, man, we going to take it. But one, we know the narrative going to start to turn around once the Bears hit their stride this season. 
for sure. Just, just, just yeah. graded. You can't even grade all five players in the same light. Like the quarterback got to be the most important. So you seeing a quarterback in Jordan Love, who only threw a hundred professional passes in the NFL, who've been in the NFL longer than Justin Fields, is graded higher than Justin Fields. Y'all crazy, G. You know it's gonna happen, but it is Bro, what it and, is. And the- and the thing too is that we, you're starting to see, it's this. Do I want? Do I want to say this? Say it. The the <laughs> constant doubt and shade thrown upon black quarterbacks still in 2023 is fucking disgusting. It's so many that you're they're so quick to try to label black quarterback as one thing. And I know Jordan Love also black quarterback. I'm not. This isn't just about Jordan Love versus Justin Fields anymore. This is the fact that. You, you have seen there's been a change and a shift. And the fact of the matter is that these outlets keep this damn mindset that you got to constantly throw doubt upon black quarterbacks. Like, we are not supposed to be in that position. It's fucking disgusting. And I'll tell you what, you keep doubting it. You can keep throwing all. You can keep trying to label us running backs, whatever the fuck you want to do. But the guard is changing. Mm-hmm. The, the future of the quarterback ain't the, the the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white guy anymore. <laughs> no. You got to get over it, man. Yes, you got to get over it. Yes, yeah. Come on. That's Ooh, a great point, said. man. Great point. For real. Beautifully it said. Is. And it need to be said, man, because it's very underlying. And we don't want to say it. Even though Justin Fields, he definitely got to improve. But that is true yeah. what my man Drip said. For sure. Yeah. You got like look look at it. Look, look, look at look at Philadelphia with the yeah, Eagles, I was just gonna right? say that. Look at, look, look at every week. We have had black quarterbacks win MVPs and still after they're like. Is this guy actually a quarterback? Crazy. What the fuck? They still, the, for oh, real, yeah. for real yeah. though, because they still, you still got people questioning Lamar Jackson and he was an MVP. And the numbers show that he can pass within the pocket. It's crazy, bro. It, it's, it's really crazy and it's really disgusting. And it, it's almost like this thing that's just ingrained in the football that everybody just deals with and nobody really wants to address or call out. Well, fuck it. Like I said earlier, I got a platform. I'm going to call it out. Y'all better I'm stop witch. sleeping on these black quarterbacks. Oh, bro, we, we got one. Ooh, we witch. got a great one over here, boy. <laughs> we, like, seriously, we we, we, had, we live in a time period where fucking Mark Sanchez was looked at as a better prospect than some black quarterbacks nowadays. Yep. And everybody knew when Mark Sanchez was coming into the goddamn NFL, it was going to be a long shot for him <laughs> to ever be a consistent starting quarterback. Facts. Yeah, it was easy Facts. playing with Reggie Bush and him, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's just that narrative every every single year, especially when we talk talk about the draft as well. Because what what happened within the the last few weeks? Oh, C.J. Stroud is this type of person. Oh, Will Levis, yeah. he's been shocking the world and and yeah, like yes. bro, every single year, if the top two quarterbacks is a person of color or a black man, they gonna insert that one, just like how Justin Fields got drafted after Zach Wilson, and he ain't did yeah. shit. Mm. Just look at our history and uh, what's that kid we got from North Carolina? And and, and, and look at Patrick, Patrick Mahomes down there. He's <laughs> the greatest, maybe the greatest quarterback ever. And this guy didn't even play like a whole, a whole. what did he play, one year of college football? Yeah. Or did he even play that long, uh, Mitchell Trubisky? Yeah, so it I wasn't don't know. a lot, so. And and the NFL's so ready to crown. Like, Will Levis got drafted in the second goddamn round. And don't get me wrong, there's been some great quarterbacks taken there. But there's so much made of this thing between him and Tom Brady, and it was emotional. All- Shut the fuck <laughs> up, bro. <Come> on, bro. <laughs> don't nobody give a fuck about Will Levis, bro. Come on, no, man. Bro. I ain't even heard his name. <laughs> 
they tried to pump his name into the into the mix. I ain't even hear about him. You feel, bro? They they it's this whole thing where they put like this. The, uh, Tom Brady recorded this message for Will. Le- Don't Brady nobody give a fuck, bro. Yeah, when like, he sat down, when he him. sat, when he sat, when Tom. So Tom Brady sat down with all the you know draft pros, the quarterbacks, and pretty much yeah. like it doesn't matter if you're a second round quarterback, you could still go be great. <laughs> type shit. So that's what it was. It's a little pep talk. Yeah, yeah. Man, that shit ain't gonna help him read a cover for his, his crooked ass line and broke it. That man up off my TV. Like, anyway, man, going to the last topic, man. Ryan Poles. Once again, we talked about this was one of the first topics that we talked about. You know, when we started the show last year, is Ryan Poles inviting former Bears players and how important it is to have the history of Bears players and have that transition, have that mentorship between the, the younger players, inviting former Bears players to practice and to have lunch. Uh, Ryan Poe saying this, those relationships are important. These guys who played for the Bears put a lot of time into making the organization into what it is today. Ryan Poe's continue bringing the history into this franchise. Bobby, how you feeling about it? Bro? I'm feeling great about it. Since they walked through the door as GM and head coach, these guys have put an emphasis on involving Bears legends. Why do people think the Ravens are who they are? Because they include players of the past who hadn't built the culture. Why do people want to come back and be a part of the uh, the Steelers? Hell, even the Philadelphia Eagles. Those type of organizations is what, you know, people idolize and glorify and say, damn, that's a great organization. Because we know when Brian Erlacher was out the door, it did not end well. Peanut Tillman did not end well. Lance Briggs did not end well. Devin Hester, we can go on and on and on, but they need they are right in these wrongs because to have a great team and to have great success, you need to have great culture. That's that's what it comes down to. You can have the best players, you can have the best player, the best fucking team. But if you don't have that continuity, if you don't have that culture built in with player buy-in, you ain't going nowhere. This is a great start and a great start to building a great foundation for years to come. So shout out to these guys that's in charge right now. Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. And uh, it's definitely about the culture. And also, it's about the fans. This is one of the uh, most beloved franchises in sports. Uh, the Chicago Bears, one of the, the uh, founding teams in the NFL, uh, you want to say. So you know how much the Bears love their, their great players who play for this team. And they would like them to... Uh, be a part of uh, a winning team or a competitive team. So it's a great, great move by Ryan Pose. He continues to play uh, chess. I, I, I fuck with Pose, bro. And he's building the correct culture, right? And that's the thing that, like, we, we're still really establishing and letting that new culture of this new regime set in. And Ryan Pose is doing such a great job at drafting the right guys with the right mentality, has a coach that brings in that 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 mentality as well. They've really empowered young players. This new regime has not been hesitant to rely heavily on young players, um, even with, you know, some faults and let them go through those growing pains. And it, we're just we're, – we're, we actually have an organization that, like, is not only thinking about the future, but thinking about how incorporating the past success into the into the the, the young players now is going to help prepare them for the future and the hopefully the success that's going to come with that as well. Like Ryan Poles is a genius, bro. Like it, it's just real talk. Like he's done so much well in establishing. Now it's like you've gotten the players, you got the the foundation set on both sides of the ball. Now we just need to start executing and growing together and letting the continuity build with these players. But I just love how Ryan Poles has come into. Um, the Chicago Bears organization and really is just 
had had the right mindset and mentality. And this is something that we have. We've been a dysfunctional organization, yes. like kind of I mean, dysfunctional, maybe wrong, but disjointed mm-hmm. organizations. To Bobby's point, like some of the players that have gone away and have, have you know, have didn't leave on the best terms with the organization. We're seeing them incorporated back into the franchise. And I tell you what, like you have a player like Tyreek Stevenson. If you can't tell me that if you don't let peanut Tillman get in his ear a little bit, mm. it's not going to help some. So, Oh yeah, absolutely. Right, man. It's it's always good. And, and I'm going to uh, speak in terms of the fans. It's always good for the fans to see those old school players that didn't leave in a good light to come back and see that they could still come and be a part of the team. And you got to credit that to Ryan Pose. Like, man, we need these guys. This, this city needs these guys. This team needs these guys. My players need these guys. So it's a great move by Ryan Pauls, but he's still waiting on that genius stuff for me. <laughs> this mofo. <laughs> we know. Hey, listen. Listen. Ryan Pauls, we could we could make it to the damn NFC Championship game and, and C-Dub's going to be like, now do it again. But I'm with y'all though, man. We gotta, we definitely gotta continue to push this thing forward. It's definitely been, it's it's great to see. I definitely wanna, you know, we we've been hearing about Erlacher. Definitely hearing a lot about Tillman. No Lance Briggs yeah. is involved. Uh, let's get Matt Forte in the building for sure. Ooh, yeah, let's get yeah, Matt Forte yeah. in the building. It, it was one that one. did not end well for sure. Let's get yeah. Matt Forte in the building. He had he had a nice run with us. Okay, and then wow. let me say this. I love the 85 Bears. I love them. Mm-hmm. They won our only Super Bowl. But it's good they come in with those those successful teams like the Peanut Tillman and the, and the Erlacher and the Lance Bridge. Let's not always run to 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 your Mike Singletary's and 85 Bears. I love them, but let's get these young players with some people that can probably mostly uh, relate. Uh, relate to them. Oh, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you got to think of like, the, yes, the 85 Bears are all time great team, one of the best teams in NFL history. But like, as we get further and further away from that, this new generation of Bears fans, they don't have that same reverence for the team like we do. Yep. Right. Yes. So it's important that you incorporate the modern day. And like, I love that you brought up Matt Forte because he is a modern day Chicago Bears legend. And regardless mm-hmm. of how it worked out or not, uh, how it ended or not, that man is an all time great Chicago Bear. And I tell you what, Getting him in Roshan Johnson's ear, Ooh. you can do a lot worse than that. Ooh, that'll work out for me. We got a bet, fellas. That'll work for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Hey, we'll see, man. We'll see. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. It still is a little salty to, to the fact that Forte played those two seasons with the Jets. He was that yeah, close bro. to ending it, being a career bear and letting that be the only jersey he mm-hmm. wore. Bro, bro. He was so was solid. Crazy. Man. He was solid, man. He could do absolutely everything on the field, Facts. catch it, run it. Man, the dude, pass protection. Come on, dude. He's one of the greatest. Yeah. Top five running back in Bears history. And that's saying something because we always had great. To me, he's, he's three. Yeah, that's he's it. Three. He's three it's, for it's, me. It's, it's, it's uh, sweetness, Sears, and Forte. That's well, it. What you going to do with Neil Anderson? Neil, y'all just go. He's right there at number four. Okay, I got to respect yeah. him. I got Forte above I, him. I, yeah, I, I, I'm going to respect I'm going to go that route. Go go that route too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and maybe that's my my buy because I got to see Forte's whole career from start yep. to yeah. finish, bro. Agreed. Like yeah. the whole entire thing. And it was literally like I remember Forte, like, because my pops wasn't that high when we drafted Forte. And I remember I'm like, well, damn, he did pretty damn good in Tulane. Pop, he was like, I don't know, man. I, I can't remember who he won. There was another running back in that draft he wanted the Bears to draft. And when I tell you, bro, 
that by the end of that first season, me and my pops both had four takes. Liddy, bro, like bro. hey, listen. <laughs> So, yeah. Hey, man, it's it's amazing, bro. Forte had an amazing career with the Chicago Bears, yes, bro. Sir. And uh, we want to see we want to see this new generation and who's going to pop up, because I tell you what, there are a lot of potential ones that you can look at on this roster and, and look at and say they got the potential to, to really do some things with longevity with the Bears. And let's hope that we're setting that groundwork where we got right. some players that are going to be here six, seven, eight years, because I would love to see. Hey, man, being a Bears legend, man, that's something different, bro. You could probably go to restaurant. Don't got to pay for your food. No, I'm lying. In Chicago, you paying for every damn thing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, you even got to pay for a plastic bag. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> but that's being a Bears legend, bro. Joe, that's something different, bro. That's something different. Dick Buck is still getting all kinds of love, bro. Mm-hmm. You come on. Mike Jonathan Jacob. Stewart. That's who it was. That, oh, that my pops. Stewart, was. Yeah. Carolina yeah. Panthers. Yeah. 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 So. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, got to make those new Chicago legends, man. Anything left, fellas, before we get up out of here? Nope. nope. Glad to see y'all on hump day, baby. The whole squad. Man, hey. Y'all make sure y'all do hey, y'all. y'all thing and bear down. <laughs> y'all make sure y'all stay focused on what we bring it because I'm telling y'all now that the team's all together on Wednesdays, wacky Wednesday, whatever you want to call it. We finna have fun. Man. Let's it. go, baby. That's it. Let's get it. All right, Bobby, go ahead and send us home, bro. Hey, you want more for me and Unc? Hit us up on Shy Bulls Podcast. And if you want more for the main man, Hayes, hit him up on all social media platforms at CEO Hayes and bear that. Down. <laughs> hey, man, shout out to Lauren Cox, weird ass. Uh, you guys can follow us collectively at, at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. Lastly, we'll leave with the sex message and our voicemail for the weekend mailback episodes 773 270. No, sorry, 773 242 9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because you guys, Shy Town Up, Bear Down, we out this bitch. Peace, y'all. <laughs> Bro. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, break, media. media.